now, O son of man, I have set thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore, thou shalt hear the word of my mouth and warn them from me. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Middle Tennessee and examining current events from a biblical perspective, this is Bible News Radio with your hosts, Randall and Stacy Harp. Listen to this song, shall we? Line number one, you're supposed to have it all together. This is uh, Matthew West here, called Truth Be Told. When they ask how you doing, just smile and tell them, never better. We're going to talk a lot about a lot of headlines tonight, so be, please share Line with them, okay? Two, everybody's life is perfect except you. We'll let all the social media platforms take time to roll so this keep out. your messes and your wounds and your secrets safe with you behind closed doors. Truth be told, the truth is rarely told. Yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. I say I'm fine, yeah, I'm fine, oh, I'm fine, hey, I'm fine, but I'm not. I'm broken, and when it's out of control, I say it's under control, but it's not. And you know it, I don't know. There's no failure, no fall, there's no sin you don't already know. So let the truth be told. And of course you guys can, uh, all this stuff down there, the ticker stuff, that's where you can go get stuff and there's stuff. There's a sign on the door, says <laughs> and stuff. You are, and stuff. I doubt it. I'm wearing my, like, if we live like that was true, 10-year-old, every Sunday morning pew at least. Crowded. <laughs> Christmasy jacket thingy. But didn't you say church should look more like a, a hospital? hospital? There's Bareface. Where? Safe place for the sick. Over here. Like Randall. Wow, CPU. Well, truth be told. Like going at 100%. I don't know what's going on there. Told. Well, that's alright. No, Says I'm fine, yeah, I'm fine, yeah, I'm fine, yeah, I'm fine, but I'm not. I'm broken, and when it's out of control, I say it's under control, but it's not. And you know it. I don't know why it's so hard to admit it. When being honest is the only way to fix it. There's no failure, no fall, there's no sin you don't already know. So let the truth. people just so you know i say i'm fine yeah i'm fine oh i'm fine hey i'm fine but i'm not i'm broken and when it's out of control i say it's under control but it's not and you know it i don't know why it's so hard to admit it when being honest is the only way to fix it there's no failure no fall Watermelon, watermelon, watermelon. <laughs> so let the truth 
Beatles. All right. So I forgot the words. Okay, I admit it. All right. Anyway, <laughs> I'm going to stop this. There we go. Okay. So if you're new to the show, let me tell you, I am Stacy Lynn Harp, your sweet and lo lovable host here. If you're well, if you are here for the first time, then let me tell you, I'm glad you're here. You know what we're going to do is we're going to talk about some headlines of the day. I'm going to share a couple of resources with you. Just so you know, my husband co-hosts this show with me and he also produces it, makes it look super nice. By the way, we get so many compliments from people telling us that this show is really well produced. They don't say much about the content or the host, but that the show is produced, so. <laughs> well, that's, that's it. You know, if you just make it look good, then people will watch it. <laughs> right. Uh, whatever. Anyway, so I don't know about you guys, but I've had an interesting week. It's been, um, you know, it's been kind of emotional to say the, to say the least. It's, it hasn't been, I mean, it's been a good week overall. God is good. He is, he is faithful. Um, you know, he does good stuff all the time and he blesses you even when you're not really expecting it. I don't know if you've all had that experience, but I have. And, you know, this week has kind of been an interesting week, week for me because, um, uh, a couple of days ago was my friend's birthday, uh, Karen, who, who, uh, died earlier this year. She would have been 56. She died of cancer. Um, uh, and it was kind of weird cause I was going through my Marco Polos and it happened to notify me of her birthday. Um, and the fact that I, I had gotten some Marco Polos from her like in February. So I had the opportunity to reach out to her daughter who's in her thirties, uh, who, um, you know, obviously this is her first Christmas without her mom. And so, you know, my heart was kind of heavy about that. And then yesterday, as many of you already know, um, Ron Pratt's, Ron, 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 yeah, Ron. <laughs> I want to say Wyatt. I don't know why. But Ron Pratt's wife, Yolanda, uh, went home to be with the Lord Mama Bear Alaska, which is kind of, um, kind of surreal to me. Uh, Randall and I met, um, Papa Bear and Mama Bear a couple of years ago at the Periscope conference. And of course, you know, earlier this year we had, uh, we had Ron on the show. And, uh, I recall we actually talked to Yolanda at that time too. It was off air, but. That's right. During yeah. our Zoom. So we probably got that video of her too. Yeah. Cause I taped all those things, but yeah, I mean, we talked to them and, and that wasn't that long ago. And it, you know, I didn't even know that she had cancer. I didn't either. You know, and so, you know, so I know a lot of people have already discussed it in Periscope. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, you know, make the whole show about it, but I will say this. I will say that, you know, as Christians, uh, we grieve differently. We don't grieve as those who have no hope. Right, exactly. That's what. That's exactly what I was going to say, Bareface. Um, and you know, and we can, we can know that. Um, <laughs> I don't know what just happened. Um, can you see me? Hey, am I here? <laughs> I'm back. Just kidding. He was psyching me out. Uh, what happened is um, the 
my um you my have, stream deck whatever that is trying you to, have just lost the producer of the year award mr my stream deck <laughs> fell off the desk and uh, landed on the computer this keyboard. This was a somber, serious moment. I know. And then you had. <laughs> this is this this is the risk of live broadcasting. <laughs> of course, if you guys saw our desk, you would be like amazed. We can't even do anything on it. <laughs> well, my side of the desk is there's a little bit of open space. The rest of it is occupied with the material that's been pushed from your side over to this side anyway back to yeah. what i was just talking about which is that you know we don't as believers we don't we grieve we grieve differently than those who don't have hope because we have hope right um but you know people who who always say that god doesn't give you any more than you can take first of all they don't know what they're talking about uh, the Bible never says that anywhere. The Bible, what, what they do is they misquote the passage where Jesus, or where, where Paul is actually talking about how we are never tempted uh, without a way of escape, you know. And there's a huge difference between, well, God will never let you take more than you can take versus, you know, he has left you a way of escape. And, you know, he will, he will never tempt you beyond what you're able to bear. Plus, God doesn't tempt you anyway. Um, but with that said, you know, I just, I know I don't have to tell you, but I'm sure everybody's already doing it, but just please keep Papa Bear Alaska in your prayer and also his family and those, those kids, you know, and the ministry. I mean, the whole ministry now has, um, <clears throat> has shifted quite drastically actually. So, um, and again, you know, I hate to say this, but it comes back to, you know, what I talk about with Legal Shield all the time. Do you have your affairs in order? Do you have your will in the event uh, that something unfortunate happens? You know, people die suddenly all the time of cancer. It's not just what happened there. It happens. You know, I hate it. I hate, I hate cancer. And I, I mean, my mom died of cancer. Okay. I hate <clears throat> I hate death, right? Christ came to conquer death, which is what he did. But I will say that um, the practical part is to get your affairs in order. You know, you guys know I offer that. There's no excuse. It's 25 bucks. You can get your will done. Then cancel the membership. If you don't have your will, it can cost you $25 to have a lawyer do it with Legal Shield. Of course, I don't want you to cancel the membership, but, you know, you can if you need a will. That's the best way to do it. Um, so just want to throw that out there. But I also want to say thank you for uh, supporting our, our, um, our other sponsor, Ariel Ministries. Um, you know, you can go to their website, save 20% when you use our coupon code. Or right now, you can save 30% at their website and buy stuff and let them know that you, you are there because of Bible News Radio. We are still waiting to find out uh, if they are going to continue sponsoring our show. Uh, we were told in June that they may not uh, go continue into the new year, uh, but they promised us they would sponsor us through the end of this year. I'm just going to be flat out honest. If they stop their sponsorship of our show, it's going to be a real big hit for us because uh, we don't get that many donations from our actual viewers. So, um, so my prayer request would be <laughs> that God's will would be done for them, whether or not 
Uh, I know what I have specifically asked for the Lord to do with that. Uh, but if you would just join us in prayer for God's provision, that would be really good and appreciated. Because um, we are in a very, very tight place um, financially. So I will say that. Um, the other thing I wanted to do is I wanted to share with you a Etsy store that I recently found. I I have a um, um, a love of of these things they're called neck warmers i think and what they are is they they're filled with flaxseed and and they're they are scented with essential oil like lavender eucalyptus peppermint um and i bought one of these years ago uh in the mall and i used it and it has helped me tremendously um i have had a heck of a time finding someone i can buy them for and i stumbled upon this etsy store a couple of days ago and I ordered one because my other one got burnt, burnt up in the microwave. <laughs> so I want to tell you about this store. And what makes this store kind of cool is that um, this woman has made thousands of these. They are sewed. You can see that there's three pockets. Okay, so you can see one pocket, two pocket, three. You can fold it like that pretty easily. And then, you know, if you have a smaller microwave, you can fold it, fold it like that. Um, and you can put it in there and heat it up for a minute or two. And then what it does is it works as a nice warm compress on your neck. You can also put it on your eyes. Um, and you can also freeze these in your freezer and they're also make a really good cold pack and they smell really nice. Um, I actually am going to be working on making my own at some point, uh, cause I have this sewing machine I've been trying to sell, but nobody wants it. So I figured maybe I'll take up sewing. <laughs> It may be another way for me to earn money. Uh, so anyway, I used to sew when I was in high school, but you know, I figure I can make this. How hard can this be, people? Right? I was telling Randall how hard it can't be that hard to do this, you know. So, but what this um, Etsy seller also sells is she sells squares. This basically looks like a bean bag. Um, she has called these fidget. Uh, a fidget cube, I think, is what she calls them. Um, and basically what it is, is it's a scented square of flaxseed that's that's just there. And she sells these for like, a, I don't know, 16 of them or, or 16, I don't know, I forgot. But it's really, really affordable. If you have a child, <clears throat> she markets this towards kids. <clears throat> if you have a child that has ADD or... Or, or wants a fidget spinner or something. Well, basically, that's what this is. And I told, I asked her if she sent me one of these, I would told her I would share about her Etsy store on our show. <clears throat> so she sent me one. Smart entrepreneur, by the way. Uh, so this is what they look like. You can see how big it is. It's about the palm of my hand. So it's it's a pretty good source. And all you got to do is go to bit.ly forward slash flax of life. You take the good, you take the bad, you take the both, and there you have the flax of life. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't think that that's what she reckoned. She was probably looking to have that be associated with, but maybe who knows? I don't know. But, um, but what I can tell you is that this is really well done. They are double stitched here on the ends. I don't know if you can see that it's double stitched. See that? And, um, the, the, the material is soft. It's very scented. And you can see here, even in the middle, they are double stitched. Uh, so it's gonna, 
I think this will last quite a while. This is how it will come. It will come in a Ziploc bag folded just like that. Um, and you can see, because I got a couple of them because they were actually pretty affordable. And I, because I use them for my ear every night because I have fluid always in my right ear. And if I don't lay on something warm, then I get ear infections. And ever since I figured out that that's what I need to do to not get ear infections, well, I use stuff like this. So you know, they're handmade with love, as Etsy stores often are. Um, and like I said, you basically put this into a microwave for a couple of minutes and, and or you can freeze them. So check out Flax of Life, bit.ly forward slash Flax, F-L-A-X of Life. And you can uh, maybe get yourself a Christmas gift or something for somebody else. Or if you want to buy more, you can send them to me. I'll take it. In the Essentials Unity, I don't understand that question. Anyway, um, they are they. You can request what essential oils she puts in them. She puts peppermint and eucalyptus in one of them, and lavender and. Uh, something else in the other one. I'm not really sure. I actually ordered one unscented as well because sometimes you just don't want any scent, but you you like the, the warmth or the coldness. So anyway, there you go. All right, Randall, do you play chess? Yes, I do. Um, okay, so Bareface. That's me. How has it's not my week, real name. How but has your week been? My week has been... Uh, fast. <laughs> I suppose it's been productive. I would have to look at my calendar to remember what it did. I know yesterday was a really busy day, just back-to-back -back meetings with people on various subjects. Most of them business-related, but not all. Um, yeah, it wasn't until really the evening that my day was free. But, uh, yeah, uh, good week. Keeping busy. You know, because what is that old saying that, you know, vital hands are the devil's playground or something like that. So, anyway. Definitely not idle this week. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, thanks. Thanks for weighing in. I appreciate it. Yeah. Did that buy you enough time for whatever you were doing? <laughs> just, just getting a drink of water, <laughs> which I did clandestinely on air. Uh, okay. Well, right. we, we saw it happen. But. <laughs> All right, so let's look at this story. Did I send you the Gateway Pundit one? Yeah, I believe you sent everything to me. I did? Okay, I didn't think I did. but Okay, so I want to read you the story because um, over on TikTok, I just want to let you know, on TikTok, my screen name is Stacy Lynn L-O-J. Uh, and there is this lady over there. She, she's, um, she, um, she's um, I forgot the name of her, um, her name. It's something abyss. What is it? Well, anyway, whatever. Anyway, she does these great TikToks talking about weird news, basically. And I thought, you know what? That's a good idea. I am Bible News Radio. I mean, that's who I am, really. So I thought, you know what? On TikTok, I'm going to start pre-doing some, you know, stories that I would normally share on our show, maybe during the week, but as well as, you know, incorporating Grover video and stuff like that. Um, so today I found this article titled Democrat Impeachment Witness Noah Feldman previously claimed 
Sharia law superior is more humane than Western laws. Now, before even reading the article, I will just commentate and just say any Democrat or anybody in general who has the actual stupidity to say something so dumb um, really shouldn't be testifying. They should just, they, I don't know. I, I just, yeah. So Sharia law is superior to the Ten Commandments because basically our Western law is based on the Bible, just in case you didn't know that. Um, and yeah. this is a Jew saying this. <sighs> Which is completely, like, sad. <laughs> so anyway, it says here, Noah Feldman. This is how we know he's Jewish because of Feldman. Plus Noah. Yeah, it's a Jewish name. <laughs> The first impeachment, quote, witness, unquote, the Dems rolled out on Wednesday, not only called for Trump's impeachment shortly after Trump was sworn in, he actually argued in a New York Times op-ed titled, Why Sharia? That Islamic Sharia law is more humane than U.S. law. Noah Feldman, a Harvard law professor, bashed legal systems created by Western countries, including the United States, and argued Sharia law is more just and fair than the U.S. Supreme Court. Mr. Feldman actually believes that a medieval system of laws that chops off the hands of thieves, stones adulterous women, blames a woman when she is raped by a man, publicly hangs and tosses homosexuals off of buildings is more progressive and humane than Western laws. In fact, for most of its history, Islamic law offered the most liberal and humane legal principles available anywhere in the world. Today, when we invoke the harsh punishments prescribed by Sharia for a handful of offenses, we rarely acknowledge the high standards of proof necessary for their implementation, Feldman argued. Feldman also claimed that the West needs Sharia and Islam. It sometimes seems as if we need Sharia as Westerners have long needed Islam as a canvas on which to project our ideas of the horrible and as a foil to make us look good, he added. My question is, how much money has CARE, the Council on American-Islamic Relations, given this guy? Just curious. I'm, I'm curious, you know, what other people have, you know, given him money. Uh, because either that or this guy has completely lost his mind. Anyway, it says here, read Maura Feldman's New York Times 2008 op-ed. I'm not going to bother reading it because you just basically heard the gist of what he said. And you can go over to thegatewaypundit.com and read this on your own if you so desire. I I don't know if there's a way to tweet this. If there is, yes, I shall tweet it right now. So you can go over to Bible News Radio and um, on Twitter. And you can, <laughs> you can do this. This concerns me uh, as a woman living in America. I just have to say that any man who thinks Sharia law is better than the law upon which the Bible was founded, um, you know, our country was founded upon biblical principles, not Sharia ones. As a woman, that terrifies me because women have no rights really under Sharia law and nobody is going to tell me to walk around with a thing on my head covering it uh, or that I can't show my face or anything else let alone submit to a husband who can rape me and it will be fine. Let alone the fact that 9-11, the terrorists that killed like, quote, something like 3,000 people a couple years ago, uh, that I'm going to applaud that. They're out of their mind. And, you know, this is the argument that people will, will say. They'll say, oh, Stacey Lynn Harp, you're such an idiot. You're such a bigot. You're an Islamophobe, aren't you? Yeah, don't you know that all Muslims aren't like that guy? 
don't you know that all Muslims, yeah, most of them don't even care about Sharia law. They, they don't believe in that. Plus, in some of the Qurans, it doesn't even say any of that stuff. You know? I mean, you, you should really learn to like Linda Sarsour, the terrorist, you know, female spokesperson for CARE, the Council on American Islamic Relations, which is, you know, a known terrorist front group here in America. You really should, like, learn from her because, you know, she's got power and confidence and, and, you know, she isn't anything like, you know, uh, what Feldman is talking about, to which I would go, are you on drugs? Uh, because this isn't my she-hero, and it shouldn't be any sane woman's she-hero uh, advocating the abuse of women, the submission of women um, to violent and abusive men in general, and then looking at the other stuff. Like, people always bag on Christians, right? They'll say stuff like, you Christians, you hate homosexuals because you call homosexuality a sin. Yeah, it is. Of course, the Bible calls homosexuality an abomination. But in the New Testament, we are not commanded to kill homosexuals. But under Sharia law, they throw them off buildings, just so you know. And they hang them and they beat them and they set them on fire. And, you know, and the world goes, <gasps> oh. They don't even want to look at it. You know why? Because those people who call out Sharia law for what it is, which is a hellish, bondage, evil type uh, law towards people, then they are considered infidels and they can reap the consequences of the exact same thing that those people that did reap the consequences of what Sharia law wanted to do in the first place. Yeah, we see uh, what happens when you publish our cartoon of Muhammad paper yeah. yeah not long ago in in France and uh some other places where you know the the fury of Islam has been unleashed upon those who dare criticize anything dealing with Islam I mean how much more you know to openly speak against Sharia um people don't do it because basically they value their heads yeah. So it gets a pass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you know, people like Brigitte Gabriel and Pamela Geller, they can tell you, you know, about the truth and horror. Plus, Robert Robert um, Spencer from Jihad Watch, who we've had on our show before. Plus, Nani Darwish, former Muslim woman, who we've had on the show before. Plus, Waleed Shubat, who is a former Muslim who we have had on the show before, plus Camille Salam, a former Muslim, who we have had on this show before. You know, so if you're new and you think I don't know what I'm talking about regarding Muslim, just so you know, I've had a lot of former Muslims on the show before who came to Christ and they understood exactly what they were following and how Christ changed their life. <sighs> Which is why I'm slightly vocal about it. Mm-hmm. Speaking of that, I also have to say that there is an article over on, let's see here, where is it? Um, I forgot what what, what it is because I shut the page. I have it distilled, though. It's the one, the 14-year-old girl, 14-year-old Christian girl. On CBN. Oh, yeah, CBN News, okay. 14-year-old Christian girl kidnapped and forced to, quote, marry, unquote, Muslim Pakistan's trafficking epidemic explodes. Again, we'll only read part of this. A 14-year-old Christian girl who lived in the Zia colony located in Karachi, Pakistan, has been kidnapped, forced to convert to Islam, and then married off to a Muslim man. Okay. First of all, let's just talk about this. 
Imagine you as a godly father. You raised your children under the Lord, right? Then all of a sudden, a Muslim kidnaps your 14-year-old daughter, forces her to recant Christianity, forces her to marry him because, see, they want the virgins, right? And then imagine that man who is going to be much older raping your daughter. Go ahead. What would that do to you? Because I can tell you, just me, as a mother type, I would want to beat the crap out of that man that did that to my daughter. And this happens every single day in these countries that are Muslim-dominated. Um, and this is tragic. And I'm going to tell you, we're going to keep reading this. It says here, according to multiple media outlets, <clears throat> Huma Jonas was kidnapped by three men from her home, uh, Karachi, in October. The men waited on her parents to leave the house before forcibly taking the young girl. She was reportedly taken to Ghazi Khan, a city in the Punjab province of Pakistan, more than 370 miles from her home. Since she was taken, the girl's parents have been doing everything they can to recover their daughter. Unfortunately, local law enforcement officials have not been any help. Christian Today reported the city police at first refused to file any type of complaint against the girl's abductors, but finally, after numerous attempts by the parents, police officials did file a complaint. What I will tell you here is that this is not unusual in places like Turkey, Pakistan, and other Muslim-dominated countries. Often the law enforcement in these countries side with Islam and the, the abusers and they even abuse the Christians who come against and try to get help. They actually abuse them sometimes and throw them into jail and accuse them of other stuff. Yeah, um, because they're infidels. They yeah. don't, they've, they've abdicated their human rights by being Christians, by not being Muslims. They're, you know, not just second-class citizens, but essentially uh, almost subhuman. You know, that um, they, especially if they're converts, the fact that they're still alive, if someone converted to Christianity from Islam, the, if they survive, that's miraculous. Uh, but if they do survive, then they're, you know, then from the mindset is that they anything that happens to them, they've got coming to them, they deserve it. Hey, Stephen. Yeah, so let me just keep reading this. So it says here, the website also reports Huma's parents received documents from the abductors a few days after she was taken, including papers showing her conversion to Islam and a marriage certificate. The girl's mother, uh, Najina, says the papers are fake because the date on the documents was the same as the day when her daughter was abducted. It is not possible, she told the Asian News. Huma's, Huma's parents have appealed their case to the Court of Justice in Sindh province. Their daughter was supposed to appear in court on November 11th, but she didn't appear. We don't even know if she's still alive. And, and this, is, this is horrible. And you know what I'm going to say? And maybe you can call me a prophetess of doom if you so desire. But I'm going to tell you something. This is happening in Pakistan. It's happening in Turkey. It's happening in other countries all over the world where Islam is, is dominating and kidnapping. And they're doing these things. And it's happening in this country, America, as well. The thing is, I'm going to tell you, it's not being reported here. Not yet. 
2020 is literally weeks from now. Literally. And years ago, we heard and saw online the documentation that Islam's goal is to overtake America by 2020. When you have knucklehead people in our government that I just talked about a minute ago saying that Islam is better than Western law. And we have Muslims in our government now who are passing Sharia law. And you got idiots like who are who are mad at Donald Trump for dumb things that aren't even true. Because Donald, he knows the truth and he's trying to stop this. Um, then, you know, church, you need to wake up. You know, you think you're a Christian, you're free right now in this country. But I'm going to tell you, if you look at social media as a Christian and uh, you um, actually try to get the gospel out on all these different social media platforms, you, you talk about the honest truth, not only of the gospel, but of Islam uh, of the homosexual lobby, of all the crap that's going on, the stuff that the liberal media doesn't want you to talk about, you are going to be silenced. You're going to be suppressed. You know, I was talking to some friends locally this week. I was trying to explain to them that my show is on YouTube, right? They're like, how come you don't have many, you know, how come you don't have that many followers? I said, because people don't know my show's there. I have almost 12,000 followers on my Twitter account. You can go look, Bible News Radio, right? You know, when I send out a tweet, 30 people might see it. Explain to me why that's the case. That 30, maybe 50, actually will see my tweet when I send it out. This is why I have a text message list that you can join. I actually pay for this service every month. But you can text Bible News to 33222. And you can get a text directly to me because that is the only way that my content is being seen. Even when I send stuff through my MailChimp through Gmail, people don't get it because Gmail or MailChimp somehow have started throwing all my stuff into spam. And it never used to be that way. People were getting all my emails and now all of a sudden they don't get them. On TikTok, I know a lot of people are like, what's TikTok? Well, TikTok is a pretty darn popular platform. And what I can tell you on TikTok is I have been amazed at the number of people that I've seen on TikTok talking about how their stuff has ha has been suppressed. And so I didn't make my name Bible News Radio over on TikTok because I'm more likely to be found without being identified as a Christian. There's my shoe. I lost my shoe for a minute. Um, so I'm just saying if you're seeing my show and you like our show, please share it. And I would encourage you and ask you humbly to share it everywhere on your social media. Share it on Facebook, on Twitter, on Pinterest, wherever you're on social media, LinkedIn. Take our link and share it so people can see it because we can't pay to share it because Facebook won't let us. We've tried paying pan to boost our show and they won't, they won't let us do it. And if they do then it sits there and nobody sees it anyway. <laughs> so, a friend of mine's like, really, that's going on? I'm like, yes, really, it's going on. And I can list a dozen people I know that this is going on with. Um, and I know a lot more it's actually going on with. Um, you know, and it's not that we're so great and I'm trying to like, oh, I'm a martyr. No, it's that they don't want 
the the evildoers don't want the gospel message or people being informed in the church uh, the way that they used to be. You know, some, in fact, I was talking, that's where it was. I was, I was at a networking meeting and they were saying, well, isn't Periscope dead? I said, no, Periscope isn't dead at all. There's a ton of people on Periscope. In fact, Twitter stock has increased. I know this because I invest in Twitter and I've made a couple of dollars as a result because Twitter stock has gone up. All right. So what's interesting to me, though, is I have over 6,000 followers on Twitter. And right now I have five people that I can see in my chat room on Periscope. You tell me that this show isn't being hidden on Periscope. How is that possible? The five of you that are in there, now it's four. The four or five of you that's currently in my show on Periscope, how did you hear about it? Most of you are my friends and you came in because you know what our show is. I've been a bronze star broadcaster on Periscope for over three years. Why? I don't know. Oh, wait. Yeah, I do. Because Periscope suppresses our show and they won't let you see it. You know, um, it's absolutely ridiculous, you know, and it, and it, and it's frustrating because, you know, how am I supposed to tell my sponsor, oh, by the way, you know, the platform I'm on, they keep suppressing me and nobody's seeing your content because they're not seeing my content. Well, you're full of baloney. They're suppressing you. No, I'm not. I am not full of baloney. You can, you can look at other Christian broadcasters. They're doing the exact same thing. And it has nothing to do with how much I broadcast. Because when I broadcasted every single stinking day, they were doing the exact same thing. We have proof of it. I've documented it. I have friends on YouTube who have, who had very active YouTube channels. And they're not all Christians, but because they put up controversial and truthful stuff, they get demonetized on YouTube. Uh, L.A. Marzulli told me he lost $3,000 a month when he was being on there. So it's it's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. And yet at the same time, you know, I have some people go, why don't you just leave and go to other platforms? You know why I won't leave? Because we're supposed to be in the world, not of it. And so I'm going to be on these platforms as long as I can be, you know. <laughs> I I am going into the world and I'm hoping, I'm fishing for men and women so that we can share the gospel with them because, you know, what's going to stop Islam is the gospel. You change a Muslim's heart, you save a lot of people's lives. A true, a true Muslim, you know, not one that's a moderate who's an infidel to the real Muslims. Um, so, yeah, just had to get that off my chest. Okay. Um, yeah, let me also bring up... Um, um, I guess I'll do the Knox, the Knox County clergy call out atheist group for bullying a football coach. Um, so again, we talk about bullying a lot, you know, mostly in the context of don't be bullying the homosexuals because, you know, they, they are sweet and lovable people and, you know, and of course nobody should get bullied. Don't be bullying people with autism or, or on the spectrum. Don't bully anybody people, but it's okay to bully Christians, isn't it? Hmm. Yeah, because they pray to a different God or they have this motto, love your neighbor as you love yourself. They believe in the Bible. <gasps> anyway, the atheist complainers in Wisconsin uh, over at the Freedom From Religion Foundation is threatening another rural, rural high school by attempting to silence the First Amendment rights of a football coach. But a group of area clergy on the field have made an extra point saying attempts to prohibit free exercise of religion is premature. 
Last week, the Freedom From Religion Foundation sent a letter to East Knox High School claiming it is illegal for public school athletic coaches to participate in students' prayers because it violates the Establishment Clause. While the group's bark is known to be worse than its bite, the jury is still out with uh, President Trump's transformation of the federal judiciary underway. Several pastors believe the free exercise clause of the First Amendment clause, rather, of the First Amendment is finally gaining ground on the establishment clause that has led to the judiciary's past hostility towards religion. Gosh, my nose itches. I believe our nation is going through a spiritual awakening, says Pastor J.C. Church of Victory in Truth Ministries. That's hilarious. My pastor's name is J.C. Christian. <laughs> I mean, these guys have like something they could talk about. But anyway, elections have consequences and the tide is turning. We need to continue appointing judges for the next generation that interpret the Constitution based on the original intent of the founding fathers. That's a novel idea. I know. According to Pastor Aaron Boggs of Fredericks- Fredericks-Town Free Will Baptist, he says there's no doubt the founding fathers designed the government based on Christian principles that do not prohibit the free exercise of religion. FFRF, or FRF, for short, has made its living on the premise of separation of church and state, a phrase that does not exist in the Constitution nor the Bill of Rights. The group has demonstrated hostility for religion, losing several high-profile cases involving the Pledge of Allegiance and the In God We Trust motto on American currency. In Ohio, the FFRF has been highly ineffective, even losing a case in 2013 when it actually opposed the construction of a Holocaust memorial at the State House. Anyway, we all know this is their MO. So anyway, um, I'm not going to read the rest of this article. But I will tell you that this is going to continue to go on. And the little pesky atheists out there who uh, don't like Christians, uh, you know, I mean, it's really interesting to me that you can hate people so much that you just spend your whole life obsessing about them. Why not just go and worship your little tree or, or not worship any God if that's what you're all about, you know, just Go away. Bye-bye. See you later. Just go somewhere, you know. And by the way, I have to share that there's another story. I And I didn't pull it, Randall, but I read it. I read part of it. Was was that recently a church, an atheist church, was actually denied a 501c3. And they were all upset about it. The irony of it all. Well, yeah, I mean, that makes sense. Because, I mean, it is a religious organization i mean atheism is a religion it's a stupid religion it's still a religion and it's stupid i mean if <sighs> i mean if the self-realization fellowship temple can get a you know well that's a stupid tax, religion too well tax exemption or you know whatever then why not the church of atheism other than duplicity <laughs> From organizations like Firth. Um, well, the, the sad thing about the Freedom From Religion Foundation is that those knuckleheads there that founded it are are allegedly former believers. Uh, yeah. They have hostility towards I'm God. Sneeze. You didn't get me. That's good. Yeah, it is. 
All right. Well, Barb is there in the chat room, and so is Jeff. Hello, guys. Lady. Lady. Lady woman. Okay. Now, I got I to gotta read you this story. Um, I didn't send this to you, I don't think. It's mother upset with son's haircut slammed. Yeah. Did I send that to you? Yes, you did. Oh, yeah. Now, this is just for fun. I got this from the lady on TikTok who, who is something abyss. Uh, whatever. Anyway, she has some funny stories. I thought this was kind of funny. Not in a, not in a, in a funny way, but you know, it's just unique. Mother upset with son's haircut slams car into an Antioch barber shop. Um, Antioch police are searching for a woman who witnesses say intentionally drove her car into a barber after she was reportedly dissatisfied with the haircut he gave her son, police said Wednesday. The brazen crash happened around 3.45 p.m. Wednesday at Delta Barbershop on A, a Street at E, 18th Street in Antioch. The suspect was reportedly causing a scene outside the shop, apparently dissatisfied with the haircut. Her son received. The barber went outside to record her license plate number, and the woman allegedly attempted to run him over. The barber was knocked into the store's glass windows, breaking them, and sustained major leg injuries. The 63-year-old was transported to a local hospital. I saw the car taking off, backing out, and then taking off real fast. The owner of the barber shop was already laying down inside, said a witness, James Cowries. Yeah. Antioch police identified the suspect as 28-year-old Ruby Del Galadillo of Brentwood. She fled the scene with her son in a blue 2006 Toyota Prius with the California license plate ALHB387. Anyone with information on this case or on the whereabouts of Del Galadillo is asked to call Antioch Police. I guess this was here in Tennessee. No. No? So there's a Brentwood, Antioch and Brentwood? Hmm? Yeah. Do you do not remember Brentwood in California? Oh, this was in California? Yes. Gotcha. Well, California is the land of fruits and nuts, people, and this is proof of that. Yeah, it's it like okay, <laughs> he's probably not getting the money back for the haircut. I can pretty much guarantee that. Did we just fall off Periscope? Um, I don't know. I Did... think I think no, no, we're there. Okay, we're back. I am back. But yes, there's one person in the chat room. It's probably me. Anyway, so here's the point. The point is, be very careful. You know where this person is if you're not in california you're probably safe from being run over i personally would like to see this haircut and how bad it was um <laughs> still i don't I, there's no haircut so bad that it warrants you know death yeah hmm. attempted manslaughter vehicular manslaughter and yeah i think <laughs> I think the guy's physical injuries, the damage to the storefront, damage to your own car now, are uh, going to far, far exceed the value of the haircut. Probably. So even even if a court of law finds that the haircut was bad and and that she was due a refund, um, yeah, you know, she was clearly having a very bad day. It's a bad hair day. Bad hair day, and <laughs> clearly. Bad haircut day. Her son now has to deal with a crazy mother who is probably somewhere crying. Maybe she even shaved his head because she didn't like the haircut. Who knows? I did see on TikTok, however, that there was a mother who happened to find her, her two children, who happened to find her um, 
savor, you know, the, you know how you groom children's heads or, or dogs, you know? Well, apparently one of the, the boy found it and shaved the back of his sister's head and there was some hair, long hair left, but it was all bald in the middle. And then the sister decided to shave his head. And yeah, it, my friend Jennifer sent me the video. And yeah. of course we both laughed at that. And of course I'm, would have been devastated. I personally it have shows, hair trauma but... of my own, so I understand. But my mom, as evil as she is, she she never attempted to run over anybody for a bad haircut. Uh, you know, which is a, a good thing. Well, we should yeah. probably play pray for Miss uh, Delgadillo. And um, go ahead. I didn't necessarily mean now, but oh, well, but I can. You can add that to your prayer list, ladies and gentlemen. People. Yeah, I mean, barbers you know, have a hard job. Yeah, you um, know they can't please everybody clearly. And, you know, talk about out of the frying pan into the fire. <laughs> this woman was upset because of her son's bad haircut, and now she's you know there's some injured, store damaged, car damaged. And and she fled the scene, so it's a hit and run. And there's a I'm a warrant out for arrest now. I mean, you know, she thought the bad haircut was, you know, trauma. Now she's boy, talk about from bad to worse. I mean, this well, is this is a really really by yeah. by her by her own choices. Yes, a, a succession of bad choices. A multitude of bad choices, from from getting in the car <laughs> to well, yeah. It, I would say I would like to thank so, my my new friend Colleen. Uh, this is her. I'm not going to show you. You're not going to be able to hear it, but this is her over on TikTok, and she's absolutely hilarious. Her username is Bizarre Abyss, and she is so funny the way that she delivers stories. This happens to be about a golden bat. That is a new species that was just discovered. <laughs> so if you wanna if you wanna follow Colleen, she's got like I don't know how many followers, over twenty thousand followers talking about weird news uh, like that. And I and so I give a hat tip to her for for telling me that story because that was funny. It not funny, but just just yeah. We needed some levity, people. Don't you know? Okay. All right, I am now back, and there is nobody in my chat room now. I'm sure a whole bunch of you are in there, because the last time it happened that I couldn't see anybody afterwards, it showed, like, all of our friends in there. So just so you know, I'm going to believe you are there, and we're going to continue to talk about stuff. All right, Kanye West uh, is replacing, just so you know, John Christ to headline a Christian youth conference. In case you didn't know that, foxnews.com is reporting this. Um, Kanye West has agreed to headline a Christian youth conference next month in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, in replacement of John Christ, who was removed due to a moral failure back in November. The Strength to Stand student Bible conference leader, Scott Dawson, said he was floored when he picked up the phone and the Jesus Walks rapper was on the other end. I realized that although this is a worldwide megastar, he was a brother in Christ, Dawson shared in a YouTube video. He told me his testimony. testimony. He told me his struggles, what he was still going through. He said he's been delivered, but he's on a growth journey with Jesus. Whoops, we couldn't access this tweet. After prayer and deliberation, I want you to know that I'm not considering it. I'm coming. 
West told the pastor, I'll be there for your January conference. As soon as the news went public, hundreds of churches were reaching out and the conference quickly sold out. Isn't that neat? The Christian worship celebrity now that Kanye West is the, the hottest Christian celebrity out there now, people. Which I find a little annoying on one hand because it's like, well, hey, you know, yes, Kanye West was a super great, you know, immoral, evil rapper prior prior to Christ, which is super great. And it's nice to see him converted. And I have no problem with that. But I must warn you about one thing. The Bible specifically talks about not to put a new believer in a position of authority, especially in teaching. And yet here we got a baby believer in Christ. Maybe he's been a believer a few years still. That's still a baby believer now in a position of high extreme influence. So we just want to make sure that if you're going to subject children to Kanye West, that he's preaching the actual gospel uh, and not leading people astray. Yes, I think it's great. There is a revival going on. I truly believe that. I know that there are many people coming out of the New Age movement, the free thought movement, you know, all that stuff. I think it's great. And I think it's a sign that Christ's return is near. But let us remember and never forget, Christian celebrity doesn't save you. And following Christian celebrities doesn't draw you closer to God draw near to God. He will draw near to you. That's what gets you closer to God, just so you know. Any thoughts, Bareface, on that one? Yeah, as you're saying, I think you were alluding to 1 Timothy chapter 5. Yes. Uh, maybe. Anyway, where Paul writes Timothy, he says, uh, let elders, this is 1 Timothy 5.17, let elders who are well be considered worthy of double honor, especially those who labor in preaching and teaching. Anyway, um, I'm going to skip down to verse 22. It says, Do not be hasty in the laying on of hands, nor take part in the sins of others. Keep yourself pure. Uh, verse 24, he says, The sins of some people are conspicuous, going before them to judgment, but the sins of others appear later. Hmm. So also, good works are conspicuous, and even those that are not uh, cannot remain hidden. Tony, the gist of the, the section is, you know, you don't know. Time will tell. So don't don't be hasty and... Right. Yeah. You know, let... Even Paul himself, you know, when it was... When news was of his conversion, about the time that got around, he had already been a believer. I forget right. how many years. And imagine that. That people had to be careful with him. Mm -hmm. Right. By the way, neocon atheist, yes, I do remember you, actually. Thank you for coming into our show. Unfortunately, there's no way for you to contact me, like, to talk to us, because we don't have, we're not actually broadcasting through the app, because it won't let us do that. But thank you for coming in. And also, Mia, I see you over on Facebook, and I'm sure there's a couple other people over there, too. Um, I can't see all comments, I'm sure, but, yeah, Periscope is having issues, clearly, um, cause you know, Jennifer's got like 50 people in her room when usually she has 5,000. So <laughs> that's, that's supposed to be a joke people, but it's true. Yeah, it is. Um, all right. So, hmm. I have, uh, actually I, we only got like five minutes left, but I want to share this mm -hmm. hacker story okay. from Kim Commando's website. Kim Commando. Yeah. Um, commando.com if you're not familiar kim is a she has picked id shield as our as the number one identity theft uh, protection service that they 
they advocate. We sell it here. Yeah, we do. So you can get in touch with me if you want to protect yourself, which you should. Listen to this, though. Hackers have a shocking new tactic to scam you with fake accounts. Um, this is, you know. It, fake the, products. The, the, the um, fake, yeah, with fake products. That's what I meant to say. They're never, it never ceases to amaze me how evil people are and how many evil ways they can conspire in their hearts to do, to defraud people. They work so hard. <laughs> As we've reported before, data is big business. Knowing exactly who your customers are, what they're buying, and where they're buying is critical for marketers and corporations today. That's why they're willing to pay top dollars to companies that extract the most data. Okay, but just like companies are after your data to sell you things, hackers, cyber criminals, and con artists are also eager to know more about you. If a hacker knows your interests and in demographic info, it becomes much easier to target you with scams. That's exactly what happened recently when hackers pilfered data from a specific audience. Unlike previous campaigns, this one targets a vulnerable population with ruthless, ruthless efficiency. It is the new low for is this a new low for data theft? If not, it's definitely a close call. Um, so it says here, according to reports from Business Insider, a hacker has posted a massive listing of user data on a popular dark web forum dealing in stolen digital goods. Data breaches and underground sales are nothing new, but this incident is unusual in how specific it, it targets uh, its targets were. By the way, the dark web is actually one of the things we monitor with our ID Shield Identity Theft Protection Program. Uh, so, and I can guarantee you that once you sign up, you'll actually see some of your info on it because the average person, in case you didn't know this, has been in 10 data breaches. Most, they, most people don't know that most of their information has been breached a minimum of 10 times. And I just heard this. The data was obtained specifically from women's clothing websites with all of the data points and account information allegedly being to plus size women, which would be me because God gave me curves. Yeah, he did. And I am a plus size woman. I'm bigger than a toothpick. Yeah, I am. I'm bigger than somebody who's about that wide, four inches wide in their whole body, you know. <laughs> Anyway, according to the hacker who posted the listing, the goal is to use this data to target plus-size women with phony diet pills and cheap clothing to make a neat profit. The listing was discovered by um, researchers at DynaRisk, a, a cybersecurity firm. They emphasize the unusual nature of this case and believe it to be a unique instance of hackers targeting a specific part of the population in a malicious way. The callous discussion of body size and gender by the hacker in question also says a good deal about the types of personalities found in cybercriminal communities. Yeah. So they actually think that, quote, plus women, that we all want to lose weight. Let me tell you something, people. As a plus size woman, I'm not obsessed with my weight. I like I don't care about my weight. I care about how I look and feel. And this is something, by the way, I actually saw another TikToker talk about this. This was this happened to be a nutritionist TikToker. She is a nutritionist and she did this thing on TikTok talking about the the things that she wishes people knew. And one of the things that she said, and I quote, was that being thin does not mean you're healthy. Just saying. You know? 
And I know a lot of, quote, skinny toothpicks, supposedly looking healthy people who are sick. They have high blood pressure. They have diabetes. I mean, they got a whole bunch of stuff. Just so you know, I don't. The only thing wrong with me is I get too sore because I play too much pickleball. <laughs> my back hurts. My elbow hurts. My wrist hurts. My neck hurts. From here all the way through here, it hurts. But I take Advil, and I'm good with that. When I don't feel like taking Advil, I take magnesium spray and turmeric and all that, and it helps great. Sometimes I actually rest because smart people rest. Yeah, we do, people. But there is a segment of the plus-size world, which, by the way, plus-size, believe it or not, has gotten down to the ridiculousness of size 10. Now, some people say size 10 is plus-size. Do you know how little size 10 is? I'm just saying. Size 10 is ridiculous. I mean, that's little. <laughs> the people who are size 0 and size 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, and 8, however, however they do that, do you people have a life? I'm just just wondering because, you know, do you eat anything? Because, you know, like, do you exist? Are you there? I actually don't know many. I, I know very few people who are that little. Um, but it is sad. It does tell you how stupid these criminals are. And probably a lot of them are actually fat themselves because they're stupid buttheads and they're sitting behind a cute computer trying to rip people off because they're criminals. Anyway, all I have to say, <clears throat> this says here, unlike some data leaks, the stolen information functions more like a mailing list than a database of compromised accounts. The goal of these scammers is to bombard the victims with, scan with spam in hopes that someone will feel pressured into taking the bait on a batch of diet pills or pieces of clothing. These items are counterfeits and quack health solutions, which proves how malicious the people behind the attacks are. Rather than worry about your account being compromised, keep an eye out for aggressive email campaigns and spam. Never open any emails that come from unknown senders and never open any attachments on any mail, any email you're not 100% sure about. And it says this, if these scammers are willing to prey on people in such a cynical way, there's no doubt they'd employ other sinister methods to earn money. To earn, earn money? Earn money. Steal money. You know, it uh, takes us right back. Hey, to Dr. Jennifer Fee is in the house. Hey. I see one person. Is there a doctor in the house? <laughs> She's got two master's degrees, so don't just call her a doctor. Call her master doctor. Master doctor. Mm -hmm. Master, master doctor. Doctor. Yep, she just left. Probably because Periscope kicked her out. Um... <laughs> Anyway, um... She's too smart for our broadcast. Oh, know, now she's talking to me on Marco Polo. Oh, taking us, you know, <laughs> taking us back to scripture in First Timothy chapter 6, you know, yeah. that, the, that the love of money is the root of all sorts of evil. Yep. And last night, and we're after 9 o'clock, but deal with it. Uh, last night, as I was listening to an interview with uh, um, Jeff mm -hmm. Goins uh -huh. about his book, uh, Real Artists Don't Starve, fascinating interview. Mm-hmm. Uh, one it's thing, a good book. Yeah, one, I haven't read it, but I got I read some of it. Big, a large gist of it listening to the you took it from our you you gave you, it to me I to did, read. I did not. You you did. No. You actually took it. No, you had. You said you should. You gave it to me to read. You did. Well, my books are your books. Forever anyway. for always. 
even though you are a book thief. Anyway. Yeah, you are. How many people think Delay that? of game, five yards. I'm trying to get this out. <laughs> um, so. I think he's right. I think I did give it to him. I told him, you should read this book. Anyway, so. And he took it. Yeah, imagine that. He's had it like a year and has mm. not read it, though. Anyway, so. This is why I need this fidget thingy to help calm me down. Anyway, so. Where I'm going here with this is that out of that, long story short, he mentions the idea, talked about artists who make money so that they can do art. They don't do art so they can make money. They make money so they can do art. And and that's that's a different thing. You know, money as a way means to uh, do art, you know, to help the poor, to conduct ministry, whatever. That's different. But there when people make money the goal, you know, it's it's the love yeah. of money right. that is the root of all sorts of evil. Right. As I said, you know, they said to earn money in this article, but it's not to earn it. Which well, they do a lot of work for it. Which is good because it doesn't make much money. Right. It means it's super good. Right. Yeah. You like that logic, everybody? Is that logic or it's not logic? It's supposed to be it's, funny. It's, but it's like, it's really and, and, you, and you see it in the world that... Ooh, you know, to get that cheddar, to get that coin, whatever, you know. And, and that's that's the end goal. It's like, yeah, when we have it, well, we might spend it on this or that. But, you know, there's there's no there's no action, there's no passion attached to it. Get money so that it's just to get the money, to have the money. And, um, and when that's the goal, you see things like this happen. It's, you know, I recently started secret shopping to make extra money. Yeah, I did. And don't you spend money? Isn't that like a a vice secret shopping? So no one. <laughs> Hi, Boxer Doodle. Well, you know it's interesting. I have to tell you, this is interesting because I'm not going to say any places that I've quote secret shopped at. I didn't have to buy anything, so of course I'm not going to take any assignments where I'm spending my money. But I will say that there are a ton of assignments that would require you to go into these uh vaping places and buy vaping whatever it is that people buy in vaping places um what's that stuff that stuff that you people do vape stuff with hi george um anyway whatever so but it's interesting to me that they will pay somebody the secret shopper mystery places will actually pay <laughs> they'll pay you to go in to like a vaping place to buy vaping products, whatever it is that vaping. Uh, somebody help me out here. I forgot what it's called. Oil or whatever it is that you breathe or vape or whatever. I don't know where my friend Sandy is. I know she does. Any, anyway, and they will reimburse you up to $200 for this particular thing. But you have to do specific things. And I'm like, I don't qualify for this. Another one that I saw was... They wanted you to go into like Circle K <clears throat> and buy some cigarettes, um, but they had, but you have to be between a certain age, like 15 and 35. And I'm like, the last time I bought cigarettes, I was, I think I was about 18 when I bought cigarettes because my mom wanted me to. She wanted me to go to the store and buy them from her. I remember how awkward it was then. <laughs> I can't even imagine. <laughs> and, you know, this would be a good discussion to have. 
Why don't we? Is there anything you've ever gone to the store to buy that you've actually felt super awkward? Now, I know men, like, like men, like immature men, I should say that. If they're ever asked by their girlfriend or their wife, honey, will you please go to the store to buy some feminine protection for me? Some men would be like, ooh, I don't want to do that. <laughs> but then some men might say to a woman, hey, honey, would you go to the store and buy some Trojan for me? You know, condoms in case you didn't know what that is, right? Or that gel stuff or whatever. <laughs> I mean, it's like, or, hey, Honey, would you go to the store and pick up some butter for me? The salted kind? You know, I mean, is there something? Or, like, have you ever gone to the store to buy a forbidden food? Mm-hmm. Like, say, like, a Snickers bar or peanut M&Ms? You know? <laughs> that would be interesting. I'm going to do a call-in on that. You know. But vaping products. This is the thing that I thought was interesting. That mystery shopping is looking for people that would go in and buy cigarettes that are younger to see if they're being sold correctly. I went into an establishment this week. I didn't have to buy anything. I was just scoping it out to get prices. And um, and they had no clue. The person that was, they had no clue that I was secret shopping their place so that I could go back and report to the person that I did that to. You vaped like 1,000 milligrams of the today. Sour diesel sun. I don't understand what that means. But whatever. Anyway, the point is, is that it would be very awkward. Stuff is the bomb. I hear it's good. I don't know because I don't smoke. My mom died at 57 because she smoked a lot. Just saying. Anyway, so tomorrow we will continue this discussion uh, yeah, we will. Unless you all have a conversation, any feedback right now you want to give us. Those of you who can still see us and hear us, whoever that could be. I don't know. How many platforms are we on? Hmm. Successfully. Well, says we're on Periscope. Says right. we're also on, um, uh, this is what? This is, uh, Facebook. YouTube. Cosmic Wizard says Trump 2020. Twitch and also on Mixer. From your mouth to God's ears, may Trump win. Yes, Trump is way better than any Democrat, socialist, Marxist, communist who will definitely run against him. For sure, until he decides to flip. I don't completely trust Trump myself, yeah. but you know, he's better than Hillary who is threatening to run again. Oh, God, please, may it not be. Although it might be fun to watch. I mean, let's just say it would be totally fun to watch Hillary get her butt kicked again, don't you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would. Uh, Hillary is... Uh, so you don't think the whole thing is staged? I, well, I mean... That they're all part of the same circus troupe <sighs> to keep us entertained? I don't watch and distracted it, so from I'm not what's really going on? Well, I think... Washington? Yeah, I don't know. Or maybe but... it's not Washington. Maybe it's Denver where... The real work of government is going on. We can only wildly speculate. Yes. You know, the only news that I care about people truly is the good news. Mm -hmm. The good Amen. news of Jesus. You read your Bible, people. Saturate your head in it. Read the Bible to show yourself approved. Know what you believe, why you believe it, so that you can be able to stand firm in the evil day which we are in. And um, never forget. 
your day could be today. You could die tonight in your sleep. You could die of a heart attack. You could have an airplane crash into your house and kill you tonight. I'm not trying to be funny because this stuff has happened to people. Just saying. So make sure that you are ready for your time to meet your maker, who would be the Lord, just so you know. And on that happy note, I shall end the show now by saying what I always say. Be bold, people. Stand up and go with God because he loves you and because you may as well use your freedom, at least here in America, while you have it. Because 2020 is around the corner, people, and if Islam gets their way, you won't have much freedom. Just so you know. <laughs>